Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat 88.7 on your dial for Friday, February 18th with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. You? You know what? It's Friday. It's Friday. It's sunny. I'm in a great mood. It's sunny. Sunny's big. Yep. Um, You know, it's a good thing we all have filters, right? Sometimes thoughts go through your head and it's, you know, I wonder if I'll get old and and just blurt things I'm sure you will. I hope I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I'll tell you What were you about to say? Oh no no! We'll just we'll just move. Keep it on. filtered. Yeah, let's keep this filtered. Let's go. like with the weather though, with that rain. That's yesterday, too bad. Yes. and then it getting cold. It was darn slick last night, wasn't it? Oh, was it ever? I went down twice in the driveway. Yeah, well, I had yeah, I did a little stand up thing from the top of the driveway down, and if I fall, I'm in big trouble. But I made it. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like uh, Fraser and Ali. Down yeah, goes yeah, down Frazier. you went. <laughs> yeah, well, you're still here to talk about it, so things are good. Um, start with our standard stuff, and we were talking about it earlier. Grant's right on everything here. He's 4-1. always right. Yeah, Grant is always right. 4-1 Leaf win. Um, you know what? Electrifying performance by two guys. I'm more, you know what? Jack Campbell was fantastic in that. We've, Absolutely. There's been a little doubt about his performance as of late, but he was really, really solid at 45 shots and a lot of in tight shots. Morgan Riley was electrifying. He... You know, his end-to-end rush was like the old days. And all I can think about, why do they not do this more often? Because that drop-back thing in the power play is a given now. And he saw uh, an edge, and he beat everybody. You know, they they weren't prepared for it. I don't know why they don't try and shift that up a bit more often. It was Mm -hmm. really something. Plus, he set up a shorthanded goal by David Camp that was a fantastic pass across. Um, Matthews, though, with the seven or ten seconds or whatever it was to start the game, yeah. that really helps against a team like a very good team like Pittsburgh. But you know what I want to give a shout-out to, Dan and Grant? Who's that? The Montreal Canadiens. You know, you know, they're still a Canadian team, and, you know, maybe this thing, like Marty St. Louis was a tremendous hockey player, and the players have said were real receptive to him being the coach. Cole Caulfield, two goals last night. The uh, the tying goal and the overtime winner, and they won their first game this year at the uh, at the Bell Center. Wow! Now the fact checker, if he's available, will probably check that out. But they and they broke a ten game losing. They'll probably tell skin. us some inner squad game counts, and so. Oh, I know there'll be something that will throw us, but <laughs> but it's you know what I don't want to see them fail this badly, and you know what it's Caulfield is going to be a super young talent yeah. as well. He's going to play very well as time progresses. Yeah. I just don't want them to ever beat the Leafs. Right. Well, fair I want enough, them yeah. to do well, but you know yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but that's what I think about that one. Um, Dan and I were talking earlier, Grant, about this. We'll just touch, like Olympic men's hockey, there were, I don't know what to think about it. Canadian team fell, um, you know, 2 nothing to Sweden. It, it was kind of a non-event. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't even really want to give it any more than that. They, I don't, Grant, Dan, you were saying earlier, you're not sure about the players they chose. And well, why. no, I wasn't saying yeah, about that, about the roster. It's like, you know, everyone always talks about when we bring our best, we could field like met like many teams to to win just because and there's always controversy with who should be there who isn't there right. who could be there all that sort of stuff and here it is uh everyone's on equal playing ground the best players in the world are in the nhl they're not allowed to play and how come we can as a canadian nation who dominates the sport of hockey and we certainly dominated uh, in uh, women's hockey. Indeed. And men's hockey, why are we not in medal contention? I don't think that it'd be 
a failure to say lose a semifinal and play for the bronze by no means at all do i think that's a failure but to not make it to the semifinal i think is a colossal failure and it's like hockey canada has got to reflect on this right because yeah our best players are in the nhl but we also have a number of players that are below that that should be able to carry the load very good point. More yeah, on a level playing field with these other places yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, that's a real good point. Now, what, now, there's a guy that I think this is pretty cool, the Slovaks, and you've watched yep. them play. Yep. They have a fella called Jurag Slegkovsky. Yep. 17 years old. Leading scorer. Yes. Sp- leading scorer is a fourth liner, and they bumped him up to the first line. For you know last. what? Wow. Guys like this, and he's in the draft. This yeah. is what excites me. He wasn't – He's. they figure he's a top 10 Playing in the Finland Liga, the yeah. big league, yeah. he's not. He hasn't done it so far, but he's doing it now. And yeah. some of these guys get their uh, confidence and get going. Yeah. That's amazing. No, Seventeen-year-old sure. guy with with five goals already. Yeah, playing against the men. And I watched uh, some of that game last night, and the Slovaks looked like they were in position to win that game. And it was the Finns that scored once, and that carried right to the end of the game and ended up getting an empty netter. But the Slovaks look really strong, and that young 17-year-old looked really good. No, that's fantastic. That's great stuff. Okay, so let's move on to the to the one that matters, women's hockey, our Canadian women's team, 2 nothing win, gold medal. You know what? what? What can you say about these girls? But what can you say about uh, Poulin, Marie-Philippe yeah. Poulin? She is fantastic. What a clutch player, yeah. eh? Yeah. You know what? She shows up in all these things, and, and as you said, Dan, I think she has had, what, three overtime uh, well, she scored I, in, in all the gold seven, medal games. Seven yeah. or eight goals in just gold medal games. Extremely humble, too. Like, she she never takes any credit for herself. She's always saying, well, it's the team, it's the team, it's the team. Like, that's what I find impressive about her. And Percy, the other thing, as I was thinking about you, they were letting them body check. They were letting them hit. So it, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why they just don't say that it's legal to do so because they were letting them do it. Yep. Yeah, it was a pretty heavy game, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, you're 100% right. And you know what? The, the, the talent coming up, too, and it's not like she has to go anywhere, but Sarah Nurse did get her 18 points. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Five goals, 13 assists. Brianne Jenner was the MVP. of you know. So the, you had a great effort across the board, and I'm so thrilled for those women. Yeah. You know, it's exciting to watch them play the way they played. Um, Olympics themselves, uh, we, we had a, we've had another pretty good day. I think we're up to 22 medals Uh the one that I want to talk about is Cassie Sharp, won a half a silver in the half pipe free ski. Mm-hmm. What I respect is these athletes because in January 2021 she broke her femur. Yeah. And what you know what to come back and win a silver medal. She was a gold medal winner before. Can you imagine a broken femur? Wow. That's as that's as about as serious an injury as you could ever have, and especially skiing. Super painful. Like oh, unbelievable. But but I just wanted to uh, to indicate how great she you know what she has done. It's it's a great thing. Um, curling, you know, you know, we were a little harsh. <laughs> we were a little hard on the curlers. We were, you know, but were we? Well, I think it was the timing of it was pretty accurate because as the show was going on, Jennifer Jones laid an egg and lost to the Chinese. Shouldn't have lost. Then Brad Gushu, that same day, could have tied it up, as you say, Percy. He could have tied it against up, Sweden, but went for the hero shot. The hero shot. <laughs> the hero shot went from hero to zero. And both of them are are not able to, while well, one's playing for bronze and the other one just got knocked out. Well, you know what? Let's face it. It's a great tactical game, but I tried to watch it last night. It's a very, it, it's a long, long, tedious thing to watch them play. Yeah. But Gushu, in, in fairness to him, he had said today, he lost track of this. He said his second said, you know, it's really important to me 
like they were all down that that we win a medal and he said it finally kicked in that i realized this is important for us to win a medal as opposed to being angry that they weren't in the gold silver running you know when he no but you know won the I'm canadian saying. championship to go to the olympics and then he's on the plane and he gets there and he sees that he plays his first game he's just realizing it now well, no, he said, no, this was to do with, they didn't, it's the old story, Dano, about playing for bronze. Yeah. You know, they're angry that they're, that they're stuck in that position. And he said, I finally kicked in that we had to step it up because it meant something. Yeah. Well, I understand the anger. No, no, I get no, for that. sure. Well, playing, so that's the thing. Like, I think we've talked about this before. Like you win the bronze, but you lose the silver, right? Right. So, <laughs> all right, well, here, let me just go off on a little, here, let's get out of the tangent. Let's get out of the tinfoil hats for this one. All right. Okay. So with, with that, say you have something where your number one, like your top six teams, your number one plays six for the gold, your number two plays five for the silver and three plays four for the bronze. So everyone has to win. Wow. What do you think of that? I kind of like it. For all sorts of sports that have, like, where instead of the top two, instead of losing the silver, you actually still have to win the silver. You know what? I love your idea, but that's going to be a tough one. That'll never fly, but I love it. It's a great idea, by the way. You think so? I think so. I think it's good. You always thought you're outside the box a lot these days, but it's a good thing. So Gushu with a bronze medal. Anyway, beat the U.S. who looked like a bunch of guys that you just picked up downtown. Right, and they they hung in there for an eight five loss. They're just a pretty cool looking bunch of guys off the street. Yeah. But anyway, the U.S. were right there, but they won the bronze, so it's fantastic. Yep. Now, Dan, I'm going to put you in the spot today, okay. and I can put Grant in the spot too. But I, you know, I, I think you're the guy that should be put in the spot today. Okay. The Kucherov effect. Okay. I want your opinion. I need your opinions on this because you probably already thought this through. So the Las Vegas Golden Knights had to get Jack Eichel and had to get Alec Martinez quietly, who's a superstar as yes. well, yep. in the lineup. Yep. So Mark Stone, who's having a, a captain, big leader, who's having a bit of an off year, by the way, um, is on long term injury yes, reserve. Yep. So they got to they got that cap space, that yep. ten million dollars roughly, yep. and that got Eichel playing, and yes. that got. Martinez playing. Yep. So do you view that as a strategic solid move or what can they do for this? Because the Kucherov effect was was not fair. He no. missed the uh, but how do you well, feel about fair, it? How do you I don't feel know about fair it? is like the right word. It's the the timing of it when it happened, it worked out very well in the favor of, of, Tampa, uh, Bay. of Tampa Bay. And this could work out really well in favor for uh the gold knights i mean where what you risk by say putting someone out uh, you know indefinitely long term as you put it you they're not playing so it i was actually amazed i mean kucherov is quite a special player but i was amazed at how great he was in the playoffs last year after pretty much not playing all that season. And that's what woke us up, was the you fact know, that he stepped in and basically uh, led the league in scoring. You know, call it a loophole, call it what you will, but the fact of the matter is they're still not playing. You know what I mean? And it's not like they're just bringing people in. Like, these guys are professionals. They want to play. But if there's, like, a, in Mark Stone's situation, he's not having a great year. Maybe he's nursing some injuries that have nagged him for a couple of years now. And... It could prove to be pretty, uh, you know, very, very positive for the Golden Knights come playoff time. 
Okay, so my question. Okay, so every so yeah, Martinez, and he's a he's, he's a, a strong, real serviceable player, de- defenseman, right? Right. And they already have a great defensive core in Vegas. So I don't think it is. Uh, I, I think it's just uh, using the system to their benefit. Uh, I don't know how you could change that because in the event that let's say you have someone that doesn't come back, that now they're really. Uh, affected if if you don't like if you the injury reserve is considered as well when you're talking with your uh, your your salary cap. Yeah, so you've kind of answered the question I was going to ask in that what what do you do to alleviate uh, this? I guess you do I nothing. Don't, I don't think you can do anything. Like I don't think you can, and I I think that it's it is what it is. You're not going to have teams that are going to sit superstars. Like that's the thing. You, like you still like. They still have to win games without these players, right? But it, but it, but again, it's the really good team that can pull this off. Yes, it can, right? As opposed to a bottom dweller, like you know what I mean. But it gets Eichel playing, which is exciting as well. And we'll see how Eichel will play, you know, as it as it gets closer from his neck surgery and all that sort of well, stuff. Well, just an aside to that, it wasn't that long ago he had this surgery, correct? So uh, maybe the Sabers blew this in the sense that you know what he's been back awful quick, hasn't yeah. he? After having this yep, surgery, absolutely good for him. Now, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it is a you know, uh, kind of a cheat code, if you will. I I think it is, but I also agree with you across the board. I just found the whole thing very interesting to talk about because, of course, you should take advantage of it because it is deemed legal. Yeah. So it's so you should, but I don't, and I don't know how you tweak that to to change it up. I really don't know how you would. Yeah, and I mean, with with that, it's like I mean, with Tampa's situation or with the Golden Knights situation, like last year, you have Kucherov, who's you know one of their best players. Right. Right. And so if you take another dominant team like, say, the Leafs and they're able to pick someone up, but now they like they're already in salary cap situations where they have to play play the line a bit. Right. Because of no their big their big salaries that they have, not because of the too many uh, stars on the team. So they could have one guy come up and then maybe they're doing something quietly that we don't even notice because it's not like a superstar household name like Kucherov or uh, Jack Eichel. Well, it's funny you said that because it's worth a quick discussion. Last night, Timothy Lilligren, who's come on pretty well as a hockey player, is making, I think, now again, Adam might check this, making about $750,000, okay, which is a low amount in the NHL. So they just claimed Adam Brooks back. And they had to sit Lilligren. The Leafs are in so much trouble that they're playing around with these minor numbers yeah. to get Adam Brooks back. And then they were hoping that Vegas wouldn't claim him back again. He must feel like a pinball. He's on a pinball machine yeah. bouncing around the teams. And they're taking a sixth defenseman and putting him out of the lineup. Yeah, so it does happen, but it's just a lot more noticeable when you're talking big names like Kucherov and Eichel. Right, exactly. Now, I was just going to give the, the Toronto Raptors a bit of love. It's All-Star Weekend, Fred Van Fleet in there. And you know what? I've been hard hard on the Raptors. I've gone kind of yo-yoed all year. Like, yeah. I hate them, I love them. I hate them, I love them. You know, that's the way. I love them. <laughs> I really, really love them. 31 and 25 going into All-Star Week. And, I, and you know what? They proved me right. They were wrong. They... Minnesota Timberwolves have that big center. Yep. You know what? They got efforts out of uh, Gary Trent Jr. again. He's a player. Did they ever steal him for Norman Powell? 30 points. And Spicy P is, <laughs> I've been really harsh on him. 
He is. You must really like Siakam now. You're now calling him a spicy piece. It's all confidence. He yeah. is a player. Yeah. You know, if he can ever bring it like this all the time, he's got some real good stuff going. So they they were a bit down a bit, but they came roaring back and beat Minnesota by 13. So That's good great. for them. And you know what? They're an exciting team to watch. At least they may not be competitive as far as winning it all, but yep. they're there. They're okay. That's awesome. They're playoff bound. Which is what we thought. We didn't think that was going to happen. No, we did not. Thirty-one and twenty-five. I think they're they're looking pretty good. That's great. Well, what do you guys got? Good weekend plan, guys. Probably pretty quiet weekend. You? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to do a little bit of outside stuff. I yeah. think. Hey, eh? you know, get out and get active, right? A lot of family-oriented stuff. Yes, it's family day weekend. Yes, skating. Yes. N- not skiing this weekend, but yeah. ski- skating for sure, and nice. outside stuff for the dog. You know, just what about you, Grant? Well, that depends. You have your uh, is the water in your hot tub yet? Absolutely not. Okay. You just had to ruin the show by bringing that up. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, my, off, minus off seventeen. My, uh, it is not in okay. there. As yeah, a I'm just hanging out too. I'm just going to enjoy some uh, just some some time at home, family, Fantastic. that kind awesome. of stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I enjoy this very much. Now, unfortunately, I want you to have a good week next week, Dan. Yep. Yep. Dan is not going to be in next week. Um, I will not be in Monday. I'm assuming we do not have a show on Monday, so we will have a lot of leaf chatter to talk about to our listeners on Wednesday of next week. So have a fantastic weekend and family day. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Wednesday with more sports. 